Hello and welcome back to the Google Workspace Update Podcast from Strawberry 7. My name is Adam, and unfortunately again this week you are stuck with me. My colleague Adam is unable to join us due to a bit of a scheduling conflict, but don't worry listeners, we'll get through it together. So we're here to bring you the latest updates about everything that's happening in the world of Google Workspace. This podcast is available from your regular podcast provider in audio format and also in video format on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash strawberry seven. Coming up on the show today, we have seven updates for you. We've got updates to Google Docs, Sheets and Slides in one update, update to Google Docs, Google Sheets, Google Drive and Google Chat combined in one update, Google Docs, Google Calendar, and finally Google Chat. So it looks like the chat team's been quite busy again. As always, there is a link in the podcast or video description to the document that we read from. This document contains some more information, some relevant links, some moving graphics, and some lovely pictures showing you these features in action. So let's get to it and on with the show. So our first update is to Google Docs, Sheets and Slides. We've got improved toolbars in Google Docs, Sheets and Slides apps on Android devices. Google is introducing enhanced toolbars in the Google Docs, Sheets and Apps that are optimized for Android tablets and foldables and ultimately improve the editing experience across these apps. In Docs, there is a new mode switcher that allows you to switch between editing, suggestion, and viewing modes. In Slides, you will have access to an ever-present toolbar while in editing mode. And in Sheets, a cell will be selected by default upon opening the app. This is rolling out to rapid release domains now. Scheduled release domains are planned for November the 28th, 2023, so not too long to wait. And this will be available to all Google Workspace customers and users with a personal Google account. Now, anybody interested in this, I definitely recommend you check out the moving graphic that's in our document because it shows this off really, really nicely. And it's like we said before, if you're a regular listener to this podcast, you'll know that there's been a lot of updates to these Google uh, Android foldable devices and also the large screen devices. So it's nice to see another update to this. On the moving graphic here, I think that the interface looks really, really lovely, very, very slick. And it's definitely brought it in line with that new interface that we saw introduced probably almost a year ago now, you know, probably at least sort of six months ago, where you had, I think it was called Materials 3, and they sort of brought it to this new look in Google. And it's definitely brought it in line with that. Really nice to see this. uh, And I think Adam will like the look of that update as well. Next for you is Google Docs. So adding time zone support for existing smart chips in Google Docs. To more accurately represent time across the world, Google is introducing time zone support for existing date and time smart chips in Google Docs. This is rolling out to rapid release domains now, and it will launch to schedule release domains planned for November the 27th, 2023. This is available to all Google Workspace customers and users with a personal Google account. And Adam's been 
wonderful as always and added a link in here so that you can learn more about inserting smart chips and building blocks in Google Doc. Now I know that Adam loves smart chips so I'm sure he'll be really happy to see this update come through and these smart chips are really really cool. It's a very kind of unique Google product I think and for anybody unfamiliar with these smart chips definitely recommend you check out the link in the document but to give you a brief idea what you can do is you can use a command such as at um, or it's also on the insert smart chips as well and they're kind of these sort of tools or widgets that you can put into Google Docs and Google Sheets and things like that and they do various functions so for example you can put in a uh, building block in this case or a, a smart chip in this case which will allow you to put in a calendar event and kind of schedule an event in that way. What this is doing is actually adding time zone support for that so you can use it in different time zones if you've I presume got colleagues in different countries that you communicate with or maybe clients in different countries that you communicate with. So it's very very clever with this because what that happens with this they do the same in calendar itself when there's different time zones that you can add um, what you can basically do is you can let's say you've got a client in New York you can add the New York time zone to your calendar and then you will see when you're scheduling, scheduling in a meeting in their time zone without having to work it out yourself. So it's really, really useful when you're communicating with people across the globe and they're kind of adding this into one of these smart chips. Really, really lovely to see. Next up, we've got an update to Google Sheets. So Timeline View in Google Sheets is now available on Android and iOS. In 2022, Google introduced an interactive timeline view that allows you to track projects on Google Sheets. Google are excited to announce that you can now view your timelines on Android and iOS. This is rolling out to rapid release domains now, and it will launch to schedule release domains planned for November 28th, 2023. So another update for November 28th. Timeline viewing is available to all Google Workspace customers and users with a personal Google account. Adam has once again added a nice link in here so you can learn more about timeline views in Sheets. Now, I need to actually check this out myself because I remember when this update came out, I was really excited about this because with my clients, when we're doing Google Workspace migrations, I create a timeline document in Google Sheets, but I kind of do it manually and uh, I do need to check out this link so that we can actually use this new timeline feature. This is great if you're working on projects and you can do this within Google Sheets. It's another thing as well, if you're an administrator listening or an MSP like us, it's another thing you can possibly put as a sort of feather in your cap when you're talking to people about Google Workspace, where if they're one of those companies, a bit like us actually, where we do projects, but we don't do projects on the scale that we need a specific project management tool. We don't necessarily need to pay for something like Pipedrive or Monday.com, but other project management tools are available, but we do do projects and we do manage projects. Google Sheets suddenly allows you to do that and use things like a timeline tool. So where you sort of fall in between, where you don't quite need a full project management tool, this is possibly a very good solution that you can look at. So I'm definitely going to be checking that out. I encourage you to as well. Next up, we've got an update to Google Drive and Google Chat combined in one update. 
So take action on Google Drive requests and comments directly in Google Chat. Ooh, that sounds a bit exciting. Currently, you can use the Google Drive Chat app to get read-only notifications in chat about activity in Drive, such as comments and share requests. Starting today, Google is adding the following improvements. Reply to and resolve comments in Google Docs, Sheets and Slides directly from chat. Show more of the comment thread so that you have more context while replying. And finally, at mention your colleagues easily while replying to comments. With these updates, you can collaborate more easily on docs, sheets and slides without ever leaving chat. And there is a great moving graphic in here showing you all of this in action as well. So on this moving graphic, the example I've given here is a document in Google Drive, and then there's comments here, and the person's actually able to reply directly in the comment, but within chat, and they can actually at their colleague. Uh, that's what they're doing in this sort of example that they've given here. This is a really, really nice update to see. I didn't even actually know that you could use Google Drive to access read-only notifications um, in chat for things in Drive. I didn't actually know you could kind of do that. It's not something that we typically do. We don't sort of put our Drive files in chat. We sort of interact with them directly. Uh, but this is just really, really nice. If we as a team are going to be interacting in Google Drive and sort of doing that with these files, then this is definitely something that I would use. I've just noticed something in the moving graphic here and something that is worth mentioning as well. This seems to actually be using the Google Drive sort of add-on in Google Chat. So a while ago, we put an announcement out on the podcast because Google Drive, uh, sorry, Google Chat did an update whereby you could add in these sort of widgets and you could add in these... Um, sort of marketplace apps, things like Giphy and various things like that. And it looks like this is using the Google Drive version of that in chat in order for you to interact with these Drive files. So I don't think this is talking about just dropping a Drive file into a chat. This is more using the Google Drive specific kind of widget within Google Chat. So the getting started for this, admins, in the admin console, you may install the Drive app for Google Chat on behalf of your users in your domain. Oh, there we go. That's what I was just talking about. Should have read ahead. Alternatively, you can specify whether your users can install the Drive app for Google Chat from the Google Workspace Marketplace. So that's important to note. You know, if you've blocked that, then they won't be able to install this. Or if you've got an allow list only, then you will need to make sure you allow this because otherwise your customers won't be able to install it. End users, if you if allowed by your admin, oh, the gracious admin has allowed you, then you can install the Drive app for Google Chat using the new chat button in Google Chat. So that's actually how to put the Drive app on, and then you'll be able to access these features. Rollout pace here is rapid release and scheduled release domains, full rollout, one to three days for feature visibility, and that started on November the 14th, 2023, so we should definitely be seeing that soon. Availability is available to all Google Workspace customers and users with a personal Google account. So all of you personal customers out there can put your Google Drive files in and chat to yourselves to your heart's content. <laughs> the next update we've got available for you is Google Docs. So app sheet, smart chips for Google Docs. In Google Docs, you can already insert smart chips for Docs, Sheets and Slides files. 
date chips, calendar event chips, and more. But beginning today, you can now insert smart chips for AppSheet content. These smart chips allow you to access AppSheet data directly in Docs. You'll be able to view and take action on the data, including triggering automations without having to leave Docs. Wow, I mean, we don't use this. We don't, we don't use this at all, but I can really imagine how this is powerful. I mean, app sheets can do loads of crazy stuff that, like I said, we don't do, um, but it can do some really, really amazing stuff. And just looking at the moving graphic here, um, this is some really advanced stuff, guys. I mean, like the example that they're giving here where they're putting in an app sheet link and then it's converted to a smart chip, this is all to do with like IT inventory that they're using in the example here. And you can kind of go down, look at an inventory item, go into the details, see all these different details about it. And there's actually an approve button there as well. Now, I'm sure that all of that needs to be set up in app sheets in the background. That all needs to have been done by the developer. But to have this in docs is really, really cool. And the reason I like this so much is because this touches on something which I've talked about in the podcast before, which I'm a huge fan of, which is a little bit of a phrase that I've coined, or maybe I nicked it from somewhere, I can't remember, which is I call it sort of supercharging your workflow. And I think in Google, the collaboration tools and the things that Google have put in place can really allow you to do this. What I mean by supercharging your workflow is being able to, it sounds simple, but being able to link to other documents and link to other things in Google Docs, it's so, so useful. I created, for example, a business strategy document and we had some various links going out to things like uh, our marketing plan and our sales strategy and things like that. And I created those all as different documents, but I could link them all in this one kind of master strategy document. So you could open that one document and it just said, here's the marketing strategy, here's the sales strategy, and you could click and go off to those different documents. I just find that so powerful for kind of charging your workflow through. And then when you're collaborating with others, it gets even more powerful because they can go through so easily and find those other documents without having to search all of the different systems. And this is just taking it to like another level of kind of interacting within app sheets and actually doing stuff within your organization, but all within docs. And the example that they've given here is also about collaborating because it's saying about how they're going to sort of do some stuff with the uh, thing that are interacting on app sheets here, but they're able to then drop the link in so that you can then do it within the doc itself. Very, very cool. If you want to know more, have a look at the moving graphic here. I'm sure Adam has added a link in here, but let me tell you about the getting started. So for getting started, admins, AppSheet smart chips are included as part of the AppSheet product service entitlement in your admin console. Additional policies and settings can be configured directly in AppSheets for the end users. All workspace customers are entitled to use AppSheet smart chips in Google Docs once they are enabled. To enable them, you need to install the AppSheet for Google Docs add-on from Google Workspace Marketplace.
So that's important to know. Visit the AppSheet Help Center to learn more about getting started with AppSheets and inserting AppSheet smart chips into a Google Doc. And there's a couple of links in here that Adam's very, very helpfully added in. Rollout Pace is feature is available now. So if you want to use this, you can go on with using it straight away. It's available to all Google Workspace customers, but you will need AppSheet license in order to access this, which makes perfect sense. Okay, next update for you is Google Calendar. View full screen task lists on Google Calendar. Google recently completed the migration of reminders from Google Calendar and Google Assistant to Google Tasks. In order to provide an easy way to view and manage all your to-dos in one place. To build upon this, they're providing you with a full screen desktop experience to view all tasks together. Starting today, you will be able to see all your tasks and task lists in a single full screen view on Calendar Web. In addition to an optimized desktop layout, this update makes it easier for you to stay on top of and organize all of your tasks. And again, we've got a lovely moving graphic. It's a whole week of moving graphics in here. Really like to see moving graphics. Uh, again, if this is something that you're using, if you're using Google Tasks and you're using that feature, definitely encourage you to check out moving graphic here. For anybody not able to access it or doesn't want to, um, then you can go into basically uh, Google Calendar and there's like a sort of tab to switch between your calendar and your tasks. You click on tasks, goes into this sort of full screen view as they're saying about tasks. So I suppose the way to think of this is it's almost like a subcategory of calendar. You kind of go in, you can see your calendar, but then you click this other button and it takes you into your tasks instead. And uh, it's very, very nice to see. There's all of your different tasks here. You can go in all tasks, start, go onto different lists and various things like that. Now, I use Todoist, but I'm not, I'll be honest, Todoist is cool, but there's some real things that annoy me about Todoist in terms of the interface, and I'm not a huge fan of it. Plus, it's a paid product. So I would be very, very interested to see if Google Tasks can possibly replace Todoists for me in the future. For any listeners who are regular listeners, you'll know that I talked about how appointment scheduling replaced my Calendly in the past. Maybe this is another thing. Again, for any MSPs or admins listening, this is something else, another feather in your cap that you can talk about how Google Workspace could potentially save your customers a bit of money by not having to have a separate task management system such as Todoist. So definitely keep that in mind. Getting started for this, admins, nice and easy, there is no admin control for this feature. For end users to view full screen tasks on Calendar Web, go to calendar.google.com, click on the task icon in the top bar. You can also visit Help Center to learn more about Google Tasks, and Adam's added a link in there for you. Rollout pace here, rapid release domains, there's gradual rollouts, up to 15 day visibility, and that started on November the 16th, 2023. And then scheduled release domains, there's a gradual rollout up to 15 day visibility and that's going to be starting on December the 1st 2023 so I haven't seen this personally on our Google Calendar and we're on rapid release but there's that kind of 15 day window I understand this is a bit longer because it's quite a big interface change by the looks of the moving graphic and if you're on scheduled release that's going to be starting on December the 1st so by December the 15th, you should see that. My God, Christmas is around the corner. So availability, this is gonna be available to all Google Workspace customers and users with a personal Google account. Okay, 
final update for you, and you will be pleased to know that you're almost done listening to my uh, listening to my voice. The last update is to Google Chat. So you can now start important messages in Google Chat. Mm, this sounds quite nice. Following our recent announcement, oh, sorry, following Google's recent announcement. Oh, how uh, presumptuous of me to think that we're Google. Following Google's recent announcement of home and mentions in Google Chat, Google is excited to introduce Starred on Web, an additional shortcut in the redesigned navigational panel that helps you stay on top of your most important messages in Google Chat. This feature enables you to star any messages in chat for easy access via the starred shortcut in the navigational panel and can be useful when you need to come back to a message later. I would definitely agree with that. Additional details is starring messages is unavailable in existing spaces organised by conversation topic. So that's legacy threaded. I don't think we've got any of those personally, but you might have some of those in your domain. So that's good to know that starring is not available for those. That's useful information. Again, we've got moving graphic here. Google's gone crazy with the moving graphics. So we've got another moving graphic in here that Adam's very kindly added. And it's pretty straightforward. You go into a chat, you go to a specific conversation, you hover over it to bring those options up for sort of edit and various things like that, or, or, you know, edit if you've sent it. Mind you, I suppose you wouldn't be starring your own message. But anyway, you go into a conversation and you go onto the three dots and then you've got an option for star and that will add it to the sort of starred areas, which is then on the left-hand side of the navigation pane, as uh, Google's described in the document there. So very nice to see. Uh, Adam and I are huge fans of these quality of life update uh, sort of improvements, and this is another one of them. I completely agree with Google that adding the sort of starred conversations is very, very useful. To think of a few examples of this, somebody might be talking to you about a particular project, and they might be saying, that they want something to happen on a certain date. You maybe don't want to add it to your calendar or you don't have time. You just want to star the message to come back to it later to be able to action that. Equally, if you've got kind of a maybe an HR dispute going on or something like that and you want to record that particular message and maybe make a note of it later, then you can star that. Um, something I would be interested to know, I'm kind of going back and just having a little look here. I, yeah, so it does specify here that this is on the web. So maybe we'll see an update in the future to add this to Android and iOS chat apps as well, because I think this is only on the web at the moment from what Google have specified here. But stay tuned to this podcast for any updates to the mobile versions. Getting started here, admin, there is no admin control for this feature. So you'll be pleased to hear that admin, so you can take a break. And the end users to star a message, hover over the message and click the star icon and click the three dot overflow menu to display the star option. I really should be reading ahead because I've just uh, described all of that. You can unstar a message from the original message or unstar messages from the shortcut as well. Starred messages will be available on mobile in 2024. Yep, I really should be reading ahead. And Adam has added a link in here on the help center so that you can learn more about how to star messages in chat. Although I think we've probably covered that in what I've uh, said there. The rollout pace here, rapid release domains, extended rollout, so potentially longer than 15 days for this feature to be visible. And that started on November the 16th and then scheduled release domains. Again, another extended rollout and that will be starting on November the 30th. So it might be a little while before you see this. Clearly a bit of a tricky update to work here, um, but you've also got the information there about it being available on mobile. 
in 2024. That is a little bit open, but I'm sure you'll hear more about it on this podcast. I'm sure Google will be getting to work on that. The availability here, this is going to be available to all Google Workspace customers, including those with a personal account. So right across the board, very, very nice to see that. And that's it. That's everything you need to know about all of the latest updates happening in the world of Google Workspace. Remember that this podcast is available in audio format on our regular podcast provider and also in video format on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash strawberry seven. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Hopefully Adam will be back next week as well. I won't have to do the podcast on my own um, because nobody wants to listen to just my voice, but we will be back next Monday with more updates. Goodbye. Goodbye.